This Friday will be my husband and I's 16th wedding anniversary, so I felt that it was only fitting to talk about marriage this week. So I'm going to share a little bit about our 16 glorious and magical years married, filled with nothing but love, laughter, and adventure. And if you're rolling your eyes right now, or that last sentence has made you regurgitate your last meal, I apologize that you have not sensed the extreme amounts of sarcasm in my voice. Yes, there have been lots of adventure. Maybe not exactly the type that involves travel to beautiful and interesting places, but the adventures have definitely been interesting nonetheless. And laughs, we've had lots of laughs, but there's also been our fair share of tears as well. And love, yep, We have lots of love. I do adore my husband, but I will also admit that marriage can be hard. And if you have a child with special needs, well, it's even harder. I'm getting real in episode nine, and I hope you join me. Hey, Courageous Mom. I want you to know that you are so brave raising those children and giving everything you have for everything that they need. I've been there and understand what it's like to feel like you're lost, to feel tired, and so completely overwhelmed. Hi, I'm Tanya and an autism mom. This journey is not an easy one. It's been demanding and confusing, but it's also been massively life-changing in a great way and has brought me more joy and more laughs than I could ever imagine. You shouldn't walk alone, and that's why I felt called to create this community. Here you'll laugh, find joy, hear inspiring stories, along with support and some tough love to begin your journey back to you again. You have permission to take care of yourself, to go after your dreams, and to be happy and fulfilled every day, even on those tough ones. So let's do this journey together, gracefully, boldly, and courageously. So I've been with my husband just about 20 years. We've basically grown up together. Over the years, there have definitely been many ups and downs and many things that I wish that had been easier because they've really just put our relationship to the test. And I know that's what marriage is all about. And listen, if anyone tells you that they never fight and that their marriage is perfect, they are lying. Got it? There I said it. All right, no marriage is perfect because people aren't perfect. In marriage is literally just two imperfect people that learned how to communicate, love, and express emotions in a relationship from their parents and in the home that they grew up in. My parents got divorced when I was a teenager after 17 years of marriage. I actually had been praying for that marriage to be over years earlier because the constant fighting was absolute torture. It was so bad that I actually had sworn that I would never get married for the longest time. My picture of marriage was such a twisted one. Over time, I changed my opinion of it. And after dating my husband for a while, I started picturing what my life being married to him would be like. And I completely pictured it to be perfect 
and something out of a romantic comedy, of course. I've said it before, but my marriage in adult life was supposed to make up for the not-so-pretty moments of my younger years. And that was how I approached my relationships. I needed the other person to make up for basically everything that I felt like I missed out on. I put way too much pressure on it from the beginning. No one could ever live up to that. And marriage is 1,000 times tougher than I had ever imagined. Maybe that makes me a bad wife or person because I'm saying that aloud, or it makes me bad for even feeling that way. However, I'm just trying to be honest here because I think most people, if they're being honest, would tell you that marriage is very hard work. There are so many stresses in life and marriage, like finances, work, children, and everything that comes with them. And then you have to keep up with the house in trying to stay healthy and their sports and activities. And when you have a child with autism or special needs, you're now dealing with all of those emotions, navigating through what your child needs, and also trying to figure out what each other needs as you figure it all out. It sometimes will feel impossible. I know because I have absolutely gone through those feelings. And yes, it has been noted that the divorce rate for families with autism is much higher. And I do believe that. But I also know that if you love each other and learn to deal with challenges together as a team, as opposed to separately, that doesn't have to be the case. Now, if you told my husband and I in our earlier years of marriage that we'd be celebrating our 16th anniversary this Friday and that we could actually still be in a room together without wanting to strangle the other person. I wouldn't have believed you and I know my husband wouldn't have believed it either. Just being honest. But there was always love there even though there were times when we definitely didn't like each other. And that love and probably some stubbornness has kept us together and has gotten us to the point where we're now because we're good now. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't annoy the ever-living heck out of me from time to time, but we laugh way more than we bicker now. And while I thank God and enjoy where we're at currently in our marriage, I know that we have to work hard to stay in a good place because hard times can wear on you and get to you slowly. And before you know it, you can feel so disconnected. And I know that no one is immune to trouble. So, you know, the next hard time or hardship could come around at any moment and test our relationship once again. And that's not being negative. That's just being realistic. And I do think that it is important to realize that, that you have to continue to be on guard and make sure that you are staying close to each other and staying connected because the minute you feel disconnected, that's when it really starts to get tough. And let's be real, 2020 alone will do that to you. And I haven't had any alone time in the last several months because every time I turn around since this whole pandemic, there is a child staring at me or asking me a question, showing me a TikTok video, or playing Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins for the 50 millionth time. I'll let you guess that that's my son that does that. And the TikTok videos are my daughter. But while my husband 
and is still going out and going to work and getting that adult interaction, I'm here, just me and them all the time. And I love them, but it, it will weigh on you. And my patience is wearing thin. And yes, I am slightly envious of my husband. And when you're in the middle of it all and going about your daily routines, those days turns into weeks and the weeks turn into months and quickly where you realize you haven't had any time with your spouse to just be with each other and not discuss what needs to be done within the family. And you know what I mean when your conversations have nothing to do with anything other than your children. So we haven't had a date night or really be able to have a conversation without being interrupted a minimum of 27 times in the last several months, which is why we are making it a priority to get out for our anniversary alone. These are things that are so incredibly important to make time for, and we shouldn't just keep it to anniversaries and birthdays, but we need to make it a regular thing. And I know that it can be so hard when the kids are young or if you have a child that needs more, but it's crucial to make time for each other. You have to lean on a family member or find a sitter that may have experience with special needs, maybe an ABA therapist or someone that works at their school, might be looking for extra income or something to do on the weekends. I can tell you that personally, outside of our family, the other person that I trust with my children wholeheartedly, um, and especially my son, is one of his former one-to-one paras. So if you know a paraprofessional, maybe they don't work with your child directly, but have had interaction, ask them if they'd be interested in being a sitter sometimes and hanging out with the kids. So my mother-in-law will be able to come at quick notice, but when we're able to plan, we can definitely reach out to this trusted friend that we have that was my son's para at one point. And we love her. And she's someone that we can head out knowing that she and the kids are both very comfortable with each other. And that allows us to not have to worry and to be focused on just enjoying our time out. So what are you waiting for? Go book that sitter or try to find one that you trust and get out. Now, another thing that I think is so important is to talk to couples that have been married for a long time. And I think this is really especially important if you did not grow up watching a good marriage or in a home with parents that are still together. Then I definitely think that it's important to speak to other couples that have been married for a few decades to ask them if they ever thought about calling it quits, raising the white flag? Did they ever feel doubt when the schedules were crazy and date nights and romantic gestures were a distant memory? And sometimes when it's super crazy, you need to hear that it gets easier if you just continue to stick together. I think it's important to realize that some of these couples may have fought like cats and dogs at certain points, disagreed with each other, and maybe even wanted to throat punch their spouse, only to laugh about it all later. And sometimes I need to hear that, that I'm not alone and maybe wanting to throat punch him. Because when you're in the thick of it, you need to hear these kinds of things. I think many look for hope that 
this too shall pass. See, I need to know that when we're passing each other in our house, because in normal circumstances, we're rushing out to work again, or a class for our daughter, or therapy for our son, that hopefully one day we're going to sit in awe knowing we made it through the craziness of our earlier days. And if you're a parent to a child with special needs, then sometimes you may wonder, will you ever be able to vacation alone again, or do all of those things that used to keep you going at one point because you always thought, we'll be able to do that again when the kids get older. But what happens when you're not sure if you'll always have to make sure that your child has care because they're not able to stay home alone and care for themselves? It can add an additional pressure to the marriage. And if that's you right now, then seek out someone that gets it and has been there or lean on a friend or a professional, which leads me to therapy. I think people think that if you seek couples therapy, then you're doomed. And as being one half of a couple that attended therapy, where we could have been completely discouraged as one therapist actually sat across from us at one time with hands folded, (laughs) put his head down and said, this is not good stuff. I don't see where you can go from here. And thankfully, we are both so stubborn and sought out another therapist that was actually good and she was the first one to bring awareness to the fact that we are two different people that have learned how to cope and deal by watching our parents who obviously were completely different people and we grew up differently and yet never considered this important piece of information instead of just thinking the other person was just being the most inconsiderate jerk ever. And she helped us to look at that and learn how we both want to approach a disagreement. And it was incredibly helpful. Sometimes someone is needed to point out things that you're both being so pigheaded about and can't see for yourselves. But please know not every therapist is the right fit. So you'll have to trust your gut if this is something you're ever going to seek out. Believe me, (laughs) take it from me. And forgiveness is also huge in marriage. It's essential in so many areas of life to be truly happy and at peace, but especially in marriage. Remember, marriage is made up of two imperfect people, so there's going to be mistakes and feelings are going to get hurt, but usually it is never intentional and we need to keep that in mind. We're most comfortable with each other, so we're going to let down our guard and be our true truest selves in front of our partners, which means cranky days and snippy attitudes. And that's when letting it go and not taking it personally comes in handy. Back in the day, I was ready to fight and get my points heard all of the time. I was ultra sensitive and basically I was just annoying. And when he's having a bad day, which isn't often because he's pretty consistent and laid back, I try to remember the fact that he isn't usually cranky and let it go. And every single time he's cranky and I just let it go, he comes back and apologizes 100% of the time for being snippy. However, when I would snap back and take what he did personally, 
Then the apology never came and the bickering seemed to go on forever. So remembering how many times you need to be cut some slack will help you do the same so that you can let go of the little things. There are plenty of bigger things to get stressed about in this life. So we may as well save our big emotions and reactions for the things that may actually call for them. Listen, life can throw you lots of different things your way that are completely unexpected. And when you're married, that's obviously just another thing that you both have to figure out together. And when our son was diagnosed with autism, that was a really tricky and difficult time as his parents and as a married couple. So again, we're two totally different people that are dealing with this news about our son. And we We both had denial at the beginning, absolutely, but I came around to acceptance and moving forward in doing what needed to be done to get my son what he needed well before my husband came to terms with my son's diagnosis. And that was a really tough time in our relationship. And I would love to tell you that that was just a couple months, but it actually was a few years. And over those few years, when we had to make some big decisions, on care for our son. Oftentimes I was doing them alone because my husband was just not at the point where I was at. And that definitely made it hard on me and bitterness definitely started to take root, which obviously was not helpful for our relationship. So he was dealing with his emotions all by himself. And I'm dealing with my feelings of everything going on and the stresses of having to make these big decisions alone by myself. And we never were leaning on each other. And it would have made that time so much easier had we been able to talk to each other about what we were both going through. But at some point in time during those years, we obviously were not warm and welcoming to the other person approaching each other. And that's where the big divide started. And none of what I'm saying and sharing is trying to throw my husband under the bus at all because clearly... Clearly, I had plenty of faults during that time as well in how I reacted and I completely put my guard up and definitely did not try to understand and meet him where he was at. So it took both of us to get to a point where we were just so not at a good place in our relationship. And during that entire time, my husband was still a phenomenal father to both of our children. It was just more he wasn't the emotional support that I needed. And I wasn't that for him as well. So I'm sharing this example because this is really a big thing, especially if you have a child that just received a diagnosis. Because how you both deal with hearing that news and just the plans to go forward, as well as making decisions on their care and school and therapies, that is going to require the two of you to make some pretty big decisions and then maybe some social situations that going out to eat or going to an event or going to someone's house often we'll have to take two cars because we don't know how long our son is going to want to stay and our daughter may want to stay longer because she's enjoying herself and she shouldn't have to leave right away when my son has had enough after about a half hour in. These are all stresses that add to the marriage and and if you already feel distant in your marriage or 
like you're not working together as a team, these little things certainly do add up and become bigger things. And that is just a small piece of where my husband and I were at for a few years. And again, they were really tough, but it took us forgiving each other for the way that we had dealt with it and accepting that neither of us are perfect at all. And we were both trying to deal with it the best way that we knew how separately when we should have been doing it together. So forgiveness was a big part of it. And just knowing that nothing was ever completely intentional. Again, we're just trying to deal with it the best way that we knew how. And I would like to think that that experience and that really tough phase in our marriage has prepped us should another hardship come our way. And I definitely believe it has because we've had to make some pretty big decisions and sudden ones regarding our family. And we did that together. And something that could have been so completely stressful, like just suddenly deciding to move to a different school district and city because it had better opportunities and better programs for our son. And we also had to obviously consider our daughter and how she would feel about the move. This was a big decision and we did it together. And it's amazing how well we got through it all. And we actually laughed. We were laughing hysterically at the closing table because he had packed all of my shoes and I had none to wear to the closing and everything was in the moving truck. And we actually drove that moving truck to the closing because we had sold our house and found our new house and moved all within a three-week span. So what could have been completely stressful and the fact that I had no shoes to attend this closing in November in Massachusetts um, and I had to wear this... beautiful and fashionable set of shoes from my mother-in-law. It's just something now that we look back and laugh at and just cannot believe that we did it and got through it. And it was one of the best decisions we have ever made for our family, but it was such a big one. And when I tell you we made that decision in another really tough phase with our son, which ultimately was the reason why we had to make that big decision. But the fact that my husband and I have actually acknowledged that if if we were who we were back when our marriage was really not great and tried to tackle this big move, this big sudden move, there's no way that our marriage would have survived it. So that really tough time in our marriage and the fact that we worked through it and we actually learned from it has helped us in other really big decisions and things that would have absolutely broken us. So I share this for hope for you if you're in a rough patch because yes, it's easy to throw in the towel and I know what it's like to think this marriage is too far gone and there's no way that we can ever come back to actually liking each other. But I can tell you that it's amazing how that really has strengthened us to go forward and just work together as a team. And there is no BS here because I am sharing something and a really tough time in our relationship in hopes that if you're struggling right now and in a rough patch in your marriage, if there is still love between you guys, and again, love and like is different because I did love my husband and cared about him, but man, I didn't like him at points. But if you love and care about each other, then don't give up. 
And I think it's important to also remember that we can't change the other person. They are who they are and nine out of 10 times are often the things that made you fall in love with them. And I think it's important to remember who they were when you fell in love with them and all the reasons why you fell in love with them. Because with kids in marriage, after many years, they just start to evolve into the other parent if you're not careful. And it's important to remember who they were before they fell into that other parent role that can easily get stuck in your head. And I know that's the same for my husband too. So if you're putting your relationship, marriage on the back burner because everything else in life with the kids and work and everything else seems so much more important, you have to know that the truth is, is that your marriage is just as important. I know for me personally, I know it's important to my husband and I, and it's equally important to our children. And I know, especially for me, it's really important because I want my kids to see what a good and long-lasting marriage looks like. And it doesn't mean that it's perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect because, again, I also think it's important for children to know that love is perfect. Love is forgiveness and accepting flaws in all and working through things together. And I think it's such an important lesson for children to see and to witness because it's only going to help them in their lives and their future. And I know that it would have made such a big difference in how I approached relationships at an earlier age had I grown up witness to one. And please don't get this twisted. If you're in an unhealthy marriage and concerned about your well-being or the children's, what I'm saying today has nothing to do with you and your situation. So please know that. And while marriage may not look exactly as I pictured in my fantasy land of the ideal and perfect marriage and may have brought some harder times than I ever expected, it has also brought a lot of love to awesome children, an insane dog that looks like a Muppet, in more moments of feeling like a absolute train wreck when we all go out in public, it has brought me a lot of laughs and joy and has definitely fixed my image of what marriage is. And marriage is definitely just finding the person that is perfect for you. And they're not perfect, you're not perfect, but you're perfect together. And that's what I call my kind of perfect. And I'm okay with all the chaos and the embarrassing moments that rolling with my crew brings. So grab your coffee, your tea, your wine. Listen, I'm not judging and cheers to crazy, imperfect marriages that are filled with tears and laughter and love and lots of eye rolls because they've breathed the wrong way. Cheers to it all. Remember, I'm not a marriage therapist, but I am just a mom with two kids and a husband, and it's not always easy, and it's not even close to perfect, but I've definitely learned that it is absolutely worth it. So I'd love to hear 
hear from you and hear about what you find most challenging with being a mom and being a mom to a child with special needs. I would absolutely love to connect with you. And if you are not part of the Courageously Mom community over on Facebook, then please join us. And I also would love to tell you about a course that will be coming out by the end of October that I'm working on. And it's for the mom that just received an autism diagnosis for their child. And it's called the Courageous Mom Toolkit. It contains resources like daily schedules that I've used, as well as other resources to help you know where to turn next in order to get the best care for your child, but also to take care of you and to process all of the emotions that you may be feeling upon receiving the diagnosis. So if you'd like more information, then please get on our wait list and you can head over to tanyaneff.com and there you'll be able to subscribe so that you can get on the list to get notified as soon as it's out. So thank you so much for hanging with me and listening, and I hope I get to meet you in the Facebook community. So until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Remember, you got this. Hey there, me again. One more thing before you go. Thank you so much for listening to the Courageously Mom podcast. I hope you come back to hear some more. And if you enjoyed this, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review.